crazy build up. Mm -hmm. Let's go, sir. Ooh. You feel that? I hear it. You hear it and feel it. Okay. I'm not sure, I'm not sure. Kids in love. Kids in love with the game. Yes, yes. In love with the game, my friend. Oh, so as a mom, that all is, aspects of the game. That is why we are here. Right. I want to start off each podcast with a brand new segment called the pinkism of the day. And we coined this phrase pinkism because of all your amazing random lines that you blurt out at any given point during the day that enlighten everybody that hears it. Okay. Okay. So, what is the pinkism of the day? You learn in two ways. You either learn by listening or you learn by losing. If you listen the first time, you accept it, you learn. Uh, sometimes you hear it, you're listening to it, but it doesn't apply to you until it's like tangible, you have the full experience, where you lose something. Could be a game, could be an opportunity, could be a thought. You should learn in two ways, listening and losing. Thank you. I got to get a little jingle for the pinkism of the day. And a little uh, uh, you know what? music I, in the back. It sounds good. I, I'll pick the jingle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you could be in charge of that. Oh, by the way, did you clear your throat yet? Oh, yes, I think okay. I did. Yes, I did. I did. I did. Because just listening to a couple of our last podcasts, uh, me and you, I think, cleared our throat about 35 times. All right, all right. Which isn't totally sonically pleasing for the listener. I agree. Okay, I agree. But we got it out. Feeling good. Right. I wanted to recap a little bit of the basketball shop episode we did yesterday. Okay. A couple things I saw that I kind of want to just correct. I remember I was talking about the tripping signal. Remember we were, we were showing? Yes was to report when the player gets tripped. Mm -hmm. And I was I was reporting, white 25, kicks him. I said, like, kicks him, like, five times. I would never say he kicks him. I would never say a player got kicked. Right, because that's the fake. Yeah, so that was just... I just don't want to confuse people and give out the wrong information. I just want to be clear. Mm -hmm. White 25, trip. That's yes. what I would say. We were, talk we were looking at your hand count, and we were examining your, your hand count and the, and the motion... But not one time did we address the fact that your hand count that you were doing was two seconds. Really? Yeah, it wasn't one second. It was just it was too slow. Okay. So that probably should have been the first criteria that we addressed, the fact that you're not counting fast enough. Then oh. you need to speed up your count. Okay. I was more concerned with the motion and the mechanics, the body mechanics of it. And I was more concerned with making sure I take the right time and not rush. Now I feel free and better to speed up the Correct. count. That's we had to break it down in yes. order to build up. So I, like right. I said, I was more concerned with the motion, and I think we we broke the motion down and got it where it needs to be. So one layer to add on that would just be to make sure it's one second. Because uh -huh. your five second count yesterday was nine point six seconds. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was six point two. Six point two. Listen, if you're gonna call five second, I'd rather it be six point two than four point two. Exactly. So that's why I don't feel bad about it. Oh, so you were being strategic? Mm-hmm. Taking your time. And I think on the over and back signal, I was getting a little out of hand. You were? One guy One guy replied. He said, um, 
what's that famous dance from a couple years ago? Watch me whip. He said you guys were doing the whip and nene. Didn't it really? Yeah. But um, no, it was just a. I think I was, I was just moving a little too much on the over and back. I would have scaled it back. So but, your over and back was ten seconds. Wait, like it, it took a long time. You were oh my over and back. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, I had to clear for thumb wall. No, it's just done. three times. One, two, three. Right. Pointing to the front court, back court, front court. Okay. Or back court, front court, back court. But Depending why four? On, why four? Why four? If there's only three motions. No, I said three motions. Okay. And then I, I said front court, back court, front court, three. Got it. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about the crown ref spotlight. Yeah. It feels good to put other officials on and give them a little feature mm-hmm. and 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 share their story. Yes. Share some of their biography, share some of their successes and their goals. Mm-hmm. It's just great for other officials to be able to see that. Um, so I just feel really good about it. And the, the three referees that we chose were, were Chris Harad from Oklahoma. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes. Matt Boyd from Canada. Mm-hmm. And Javid Trotman, the Prince of Mount Vernon. The Prince of Mount Vernon. Prince of Mount Vernon, New York. Yes, I had the pleasure to work with the Prince a few times. I would love to work with someone from Oklahoma. Absolutely. You will. Exactly. You will one day. I will one day. So, just one more layer on that. If you're in the group, for instance, like if you're part of Crown Refs and you're from Canada and you see Matt Boyd and the fact that he works in the top pro league in Canada... If I was a, a, a ref, if I was a ref in Crown Refs from Canada, I'd be reaching out to him. I'd be connecting with him. You know, I put his handle on there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'd be willing to speak with with a young official who just would call to make that connection and ask questions. So that's just another benefit. You got you guys have access to all the refs we feature. Yes. So we have a network. Yeah, absolutely. It's a network of officials that are dedicated on improving their craft. That's in a bio. No better, no better network. Are you texting someone? Who, me? Are you texting during the podcast? No, oh. Because I would slap your phone away. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. I would not. I would never. I'm a Paul. But you don't get service Paul. on that thing anyway, so what is the point? It works. All right. I want to speak on a rule difference between high school and college. I think it's important that we identify which organization a particular rule applies to, just so people don't get lost in translation and don't get confused. If you do FIBA, then it's not going to be the same rule, so make sure you identify the difference. So it still applies to everybody if we talk about a rule or a, or a you know, mechanic or something like that, but just make the difference if you don't do the particular league that we're, we're speaking about. So the, the rule difference is the backcourt the back call. I'll start with high school. In high school, the A1 can't be the last to touch it in the front court mm-hmm. and can't be the first to touch it in the back court. So they can't be the they can't be the last to touch it in the front court and the first to touch it in the back court. Right? Okay. And this is assuming well, it doesn't even have to be a def- deflection by the defense. But let's say the ball Let's say A1's pass is deflected by B1 mm-hmm. in the front court, and then it hits A1 in the front court, goes into the back court, 
A1 goes and grabs the ball. That's a backcourt. That's right. However, that's not a backcourt in college anymore as per this year. Wow. They changed the rule. So once in college, once the defender deflects it, uh-huh. all bets are off. It can hit A1 in the front court, can hit him five times, and he can go get it in the backcourt. Uh-huh. They changed that rule. And I'm happy they changed that rule because when you call it the way it's written in high school, it always wakes up the other coach. He, he's always going to point to the fact that the defense touched it. So in prior years, I would always have to explain myself whenever I called that. Understandable. I wish they would uh, synchronize the two rules. Hopefully in high school they do. and make It's just it's easier for us to ref. Mm-hmm. But I did... Um, I had a backcourt the other day in my college game. And I, uh, I incorrectly called it a backcourt. It, it hit B1... And then it hit A1 in the front court. Then A1 went in the back court and grabbed it. I called a back court. Okay. That's just bad when we when we get a play wrong because of a rule, not knowing the rule. Right. It's just a bad look. Well, I, whoa. I, so, we, so if you do that again, what would you do? I didn't realize it qu- quick enough. I know, when I called it, it just didn't feel right. Uh-huh. And then nobody really said anything. Well, the coach did say something, but it wasn't a big deal. And I had already started running back down the court, and the, okay. the game was moving on. Nobody really had an issue okay. with it. So okay. I just let it rock. I took, I took the L. You took the, so, took the L. Um, so would you do the same thing again? Would you make that same call again? So my, no, I will not. I will not get it wrong again. you learn by losing or listening to yeah, yourself. I'm going to learn by losing. You learn by losing in that case. Right? Now, now let's talk about if I do make that same call again. Ooh. I'm going to correct myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna correct myself, and say inadvertent whistle. Great, and I'm gonna give the ball back to Team A. Mm-hmm. How we correct it, correct ourselves? Blow the whistle like three or four times, loud beep, boop 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 boop. Correction. Start with that word, correction, nice and loud. Project yeah. it. Correction. It's an inadvertent whistle. <clears throat> White ball, side out. Now how? In regards to confidence and uh, you still being mentally strong, what do you do when you hear the other coach say, you changed your call? Uh-huh. What, what I'm are you thinking then? I'm going to take full ownership. Uh-huh. And if he says anything, I will go right over to him and I will address him and I will just say, Coach, you're right. I made I made an incorrect call. I made a mistake. I realized it right away. Mm-hmm. It's not a backcourt. Yeah. And we're going to... It's just an inadvertent whistle. Excellent. Oh, you can't... Uh, coach, that's not the rule. It was my fault. Totally my fault. I apologize for that. Won't happen again. I'll be better. That's right. Because you're only getting one. It's, it's just about ownership. I embrace those moments of, of ownership, taking um, ownership in my mistakes. I like that. Because coaches want to hear you say you're sorry. They, they always say that. I just want to hear a ref say, oh, my, it was my fault. They're never wrong. You know, that's their perception of us, that we're never wrong. I think that same thing happened to me uh, over the break. But I didn't announce it. Boop, 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 boop. Correction. It would have sounded better if I did it. Um, I had a player driving to the paint, to the basket, and uh, the defender was standing perpendicular to the... Perpendicular to the defender. Perpendicular for all those who are not math majors. Uh, Um... When two endpoints form a right angle. So he's turning sideways towards the offensive player, which is not a legal guarding position. 
I blew the whistle, didn't blow it two times to give myself time to think. Signal for a charge on the spot, but later said, and then went to the block signal right after that. And the coach asked me, how did you change that call? How was that? And I said, coach, he wasn't in a legal guard position. His toes and torsos were facing the sideline and not towards the offensive player. I actually used perpendicular as well. He wasn't he was perpendicular to the offensive player. I feel like that word should be a pinkism. Perpendicular? Yeah. Oh, it fits you really well. You wear it well. Oh, stop. It sounds good on you. Right, right. Because two ideas from the right angle. I want to talk a, co- a couple other times we'll use the correction. But just as far as the double tweet, I know in the rule book it's one whistle. Yeah. Sometimes you, you have to do more than one whistle and because it's an intention grabber. Mm-hmm. Talk about selling calls. I don't sell calls, but what I do do is I will tweet five or six times to get everybody in the gym's attention. Like for a technical foul or something that only I saw. Mm-hmm. Do 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 do. So in this case, it would be do 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 do, and I'm having I have my hands up too. Mm. This is also a, a, a visual mm-hmm. signal letting everybody know stop, hold up. It's pretty much the hold up signal. Yeah. Wait a second, I got something different. So boop 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 boop. Correction. Four other plays that that came to mind where we can correct are out of bounds. Uh huh. So. I blow out of bounds. I go white ball. You come in. You bring 100% information. I have the ball. I'm 100%. The ball was off white. It should be blue ball. Okay, partner. Thank you. And then once you leave, I will put my hands up. Do, 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 do. Correction. Blue ball. Um, a foul number. I hate when I report the wrong foul. I, I did it. I did it last night. It's just nobody caught it except me. But yeah. It's just, it could get you in real trouble. Yes. Just, you got to maintain your focus on the spot. It's usually when I when I uh, I lose my attention on the spot for some reason, whether I'm addressing a player or a coach mm-hmm. or a double whistle throws off throws off my focus sometimes. Okay. Like I'll just blow a double whistle. My partner will have it, so then I for some reason I'll look at my partner instead of looking and identifying the number. So whatever. So we could change a foul. Correction. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, fouls on white one. A block or a charge play. Now, you don't have this yet because you're not doing college, but we have the restricted arc. So if if I call a, a charge on a defender that was in the arc, you bring in 100% information. Paul, I'm 100% the defender was in the arc. We're going to change it to a block. Okay, partner. Thank you. Do, 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 do. Correction. Correction. Block. I'm showing the block signal. And where am I pointing? On the spot. Nope. To the arc. To the arc. Yeah. You can get that one wrong, it's okay. But in like next year, you can't get it. No, right, exactly. <laughs> and a timing error. Do do correction. Shot clock never started. Or if we gave the table, you know, incorrect information initially, shot clock should be at 25. Partner comes in and says, you know, 23. Correction. So my point is, like, use that word correction. correction. It sounds official. And it um, it's just a good way of starting the process of changing something. I have a question. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, since we talk about block charges, high school, there's no restricted area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I once called a charging foul while the player was underneath the basket. Uh, A1 was driving to the basket towards the middle of the lane. Player B1 stepped up, was knocked over by A1. A1 didn't shoot from under the basket. Uh, she used his left hand and went up. And the coach calls, how could you call that a charge if he's underneath the basket? And I'm like, 
coach. Like in high school, there's no restricted area. So what would your response be to the coach? Well, you just gave it. You just gave it. Right. You just, you just answered your own question. Coach, you oh you would be correct if this was college. In high school, we don't have the arc. You can take a charge anywhere. Mm. He can't be under. What's he gonna say after that? Wait. Yes, he can. There's no arc. Excellent. You changed your tone on that because you were you know, last week. You were like, "I'm not get, I'm not calling a charge if he's under the basket." Well, no, why? Because I called the charge in a men's league. Mm-hmm. Referee in a men's league, and they're like, "He's under the basket. Under the basket." But he knocked them over. But this, mm-hmm. but I brought the same thing back to. Um, but I didn't differentiate between high school and men's and adult leagues. So it's okay. So you could respond to them too. Oh, that if if we had an arc, that would have definitely been a um a block. Great. Oh, I got you, Rev. Yeah, we, we just don't have the arc on yeah. this court. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you didn't think school intern, give me a hundred percent information, not ninety eight point seven. No problem. All right, sir. Uh, it's been fun. I hope to do it again sometime. Oh, Crown refs. Signing off. Have a good weekend. Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out the podcast In Love With The Game. Just wanted to remind everybody to not be in love with your goals, but be in love with how you're going to achieve them. Be in love with the process. Have great games this weekend. Take care.